SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Number two of our two-hour extravaganza. Yours truly, Scott Wetzel, sitting in <clears throat> on this Friday, March 26th. Taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time, as we always do, Monday through Friday. Then on Sundays between 8 and 10 a.m. Eastern time. I uh, got some NBA stuff to get to. Got some hockey stuff to get to. Got some college basketball stuff to get to as well. Uh, maybe some phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. We got our poll question up on Twitter, at Opposite Picks. Uh, NBA trade deadline winners yesterday. If you want to email me, go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact, Scott icon, uh, and fire away. Trade deadline ones yesterday afternoon. <clears throat> you know, it's been talked quite a bit about it. Um, you know, no, nothing crazy, crazy, no unexpected trades. Good job by Denver getting Aaron Gordon, uh, you know, really not giving up that much. That That's the key to some of these deals. It's not only obviously who you got, but, you know, did you give up another key part? And, and for Denver, they didn't. Gary Harris, nothing crazy. R.J. Hampton didn't get any playing time in a first-round draft choice, which figures to be worthless. So, you know, they got one of the best players you know, one of the best younger players anyway in the NBA. Uh, the guy that should be able to help them, you know, come defense-wise uh, and offense. You know, he's a good player. Uh, he hasn't been in a winning situation. But, you know, to give up two pieces that really wasn't playing that big a role and then, a, you know, basically a worthless first-round pick later on, uh, that, that's a terrific deal for, for Denver. Miami gets all the depot. Uh, they don't have to give up Tyler Hero <clears throat> or Duncan Robinson. Uh, they trade away Kelly Olenek and Avery Bradley. No big deal. Uh, they can swap draft choices, although that's a draft choice with the Brooklyn Nets, so chances are they won't have to because who's going to want to take a Nets draft choice? So you, you basically got uh, you know one of the better players to, to make a stretch run who told the world he wanted to be in Miami. So, um, you know, really, if, you, if you're Houston, it was like, what was the point, right? I mean, uh, for Avery Bradley, I suppose, I wouldn't have traded him. I would have said, screw that. You know what? Stay here. Uh, we'll, we'll try and win you over. Uh, maybe we'll make some moves. You know, I'm not going to give up hope on trying to re-sign you. But they didn't. They waved the white flag on that deal. <clears throat> and then uh, Miami gets them for basically nothing. Um, Celtics uh, <clears throat> get Evan Fournier and uh, Mo Wagner and Luke uh, Cornett. Um, and all they really gave up was Jeff Teague and a couple of second-round picks. Not bad from the Celtics' standpoint. Now, it wasn't Aaron Gordon. But, um, you know, maybe this is the jolt the Celtics actually need. I don't know. Uh, 76ers get George Hill. Mavericks get J.J. Redick. Uh, and the Clippers get the Rondo uh, from Atlanta for Lou Williams. And uh, the Bulls uh, did a decent job getting uh, Nikola Vukovic uh, and uh, the Amino uh, from uh, the Orlando who Magic, who just basically blew up their roster. Vukovic gone, Gordon gone, Fournier gone, and the Orlando Magic are just basically starting from rock bottom. No Lonzo Ball trade, no Kyle Lowry trade. Um, no uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, Andre Drummond, or, or DeMarcus Cousins trades either. Those three guys figured it had bought out. Spurs, I think, really technically have bought out Aldridge yesterday, so he'll sign somewhere. And uh, I'm sure the Cavs and Rockets will do the same with uh, Drummond and, and Cousins uh, later on today at, at some point. So 
little surprised that Toronto didn't trade Lowry, but uh, they, they don't seemingly know if they're coming or going. And I, I thought it would have been crazy for the, the Pelicans to trade Lonzo Ball. So there you go. That's the trade deadline stuff from yesterday. Scott Wetzel sitting in today right up until uh, 7 a.m. Eastern time. NBA on the court yesterday. We had five games. A um, little weird that you would have these games on a trade deadline where the NBA's got to realize that it's going to be a lot of stuff going on. But they did. Uh, Portland won in Miami. No Jimmy Butler, God forbid. You know, 125. You know, they're fighting for their playoff lives. And, you, you know, but they're not going to play. Nope. I got the flu. Uh, Portland wins 125-122. Knicks rally from 11 down fourth quarter. They beat the Wiz for the second straight time, 106-102. to R.J. Barrett, maybe his best game as a pro. Maybe. In fact, maybe his best game, period, because he didn't exactly excel with the Dookie Pukies. So 24 points, 10 rebounds, and 5 assists as he helped to carry the Knicks to a 4-point win. They get the win and the cover. Clippers knock off the Spurs, 98-85. No Kawhi Leonard in that game. They held the Spurs to 30 points in the second half, 13 in the third quarter, 17 only in the fourth quarter. Wow. And, uh, you know, a relatively close game, or at least it was at, at halftime. In fact, the Spurs were leading uh, at the half by six. And they were shut That's 30 points. They scored 30. No, I'm just going to bring it up because it is what it is. They scored 30 points and a half, and yet they can't find minutes for LaMarcus Aldridge? Really? That's what you're telling me. Your team <clears throat> scores 13 points in the third quarter. 17 points in the fourth quarter at home, and yet you're telling me you can't find minutes for LaMarcus Aldridge. Really? Wow. Instead, they buy him out and they let him walk for nothing. I I don't uh, – where's this love affair for LaMarcus Aldridge? What championship rings does he have on his fingers from the San Antonio Spurs? None. Uh, or from Portland from that standpoint. I don't, you know, you want to do this with, uh, you know, uh, Ginobili or Duncan or, you know, one of the others, you know, the core guys, I get it. But LaMarcus Aldridge, again, 30 points and a half. You're fighting for your playoff lives. <clears throat> and uh, you, you don't, you can't find minutes for LaMarcus Aldridge. Okay. Now, uh, you, you wonder why, you know, they may end up not making the playoffs. You wonder why FanDuel's willing to give you two to one odds that they don't make the playoffs. They can maybe see the handwriting on the wall. That's that's crazy. That really is. All right, we'll check out the rest of the NBA in today's games, hockey and the college hoops, and more coming up. Opposite. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Uh, with the the path he's taken, his pops playing in the league, him being drafted in the second round and figuring out a way to get into the rotation, started in the bubble, he put his head down and he grinded and he he earned everything that he's been he's been able to receive so far. And I wish him nothing but the best in Toronto. Ronnie's just a great dude. Uh, he's from the south, so you know how they get down. But he just got a great spirit. Um, he, he's a really funny dude, and I wish him nothing but the best going forward. And in terms of what we've been able to add, uh, I know Norman is special. I mean, he's athletic, he's explosive, he's having a career year, and I think he'll he'll help us right away. So we're looking forward to it, but. It's a a sick part of the business, but I I know G. Trent going to get a nice bag, so uh, I'm happy for him. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. 
Yeah, it's all about the perks. <clears throat> you know, the nice, uh, I don't know what they give them, a parting gift there. It makes it sound like it's a game show, right? Uh, you didn't win, but uh, you know what? We'll give you a, a parting gift, just the same a little uh, gift bag there. <clears throat> so we'll say that was C.J. McCollum of the uh, Portland Trailblazers talking about the uh, the one deal that the, the Trailblazers made yesterday getting Norman Powell. Good deal, you know, not not over the top, but, uh, you know, a good deal just the same for, for Portland. Anytime you can get, bring in a guy that's, uh, you know, won a ring and been there and done it before, then, uh, you know, it's actually a halfway decent deal as long as you're not giving up too much, as which uh, they were not. So NBA trade deadline yesterday has come and gone, and now it's back to business uh, for these NBA teams. So it's back to business of picking some winners for us. So why don't we go to the NBA? Let's see what the, our trends are for today. Again, went 2-0 yesterday with uh, winning on the under on the Knicks and over on Sacramento. We have six plays trends-wise. Uh, we're going to go, uh, let me update the lines on these as well. Uh, let me go to FanDuel here. Games. Okay. Um, still no line on uh, over-under on Brooklyn and Detroit. That's okay. Whatever it ends up being. We're going to go over Nets and Pistons. Uh, Nets are 15-7 and seven over on the road. Now, if it turns out that uh, Harden doesn't play, uh, which is why there's probably no line, they're going to have to try and figure that out. Kyrie's not playing. You know, KD's not playing. And if Harden's isn't playing, then uh, it'll be a no play. Although, you know, realistically, you know what? Uh, as long as they post a line, a trend is a trend. You know, I always say this, so it is true. Uh, we take the thinking out of it. It's got nothing to do with who's playing, who's not playing, where, why, when. Uh, it is what it is. The trend uh, doesn't take into all those things. The trend is just the trend. So uh, no matter what the line ends up being, give us the over nets in Detroit Pistons. Uh, Phoenix laying four and a half against Toronto. Let's see if that has changed since uh, last night. Uh, no. Okay, so there you go. Suns laying four and a half against Toronto. Suns 29 and 14 straight up. Uh, and against the spread this year. Second best mark in the NBA behind only the Utah Jazz. Uh, we're going to go right back on the over Boston Celtics, Milwaukee Bucks, which at this point is 233. Big number. Uh, let me post that in there. 233. Uh, but the Bucks, 26 and 17 over this year, including 15 and 8 at home. Uh, including against the Celtics uh, on uh, Thursday, or uh, today's Thursday, today's Friday, on Wednesday. Um, so uh, that 121-119 game went over. Chances are, I will tell you, that this game probably does not go over. Although, uh, the Greek freak had a lousy game. Only 13 points in the game went over. So maybe it will go over again. But trend-wise, over 233, Boston and Milwaukee. Uh, Minnesota laying three and a half against the Houston Rockets. You have to do that. Um, you know, with the Rockets being one and twenty-one straight up, three and nineteen against the spread. Boy, any time you can go against them, even with Minnesota, um, you know, laying less than five, good gravy. That that's a gift for the boys of FanDuel. So you got to play Minnesota uh, over two thirty, Denver and New Orleans. Let's just see if that's changed that number. Uh, yep, two thirty-one uh, overnight, one point. Who's betting overnight? Um, all right, over 231, Denver and New Orleans. Pelicans, how about this one? Very quietly. We've been on the you know, over Pelicans <coughs> for a little while now. But when you break it down, 18-4-1 over at home this year. 23 home games, 18-4-1. Not bad. Not bad at all. 
So yeah, it doesn't get the the fanfare of uh, you know the Rockets losing twenty in a row, but eighteen four and one is a pretty darn strong trend. Denver laying two versus New Orleans. This is a uh, you know trend wise, this is a tricky one, but um, Denver is uh, nine and three in their last twelve games. So anytime I get a split of five, I generally try and play it. You know, Denver's coming off that ugly game against Toronto. You'd think uh, they would come back with a much, 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 much better effort. Um, you know, I, I am going to play this game. Uh, I won't tell you what side with our opposite picks, but the trend-wise, Denver laying two versus New Orleans is the play. So uh, you're all set. Let me erase these, and let's go to the NHL. NHL don't have nearly as many games. In fact, we have uh, just one. Under six, New Jersey, Washington. Devils on a nice six and one under run. But that's it. Uh, there's not much else. Uh, yesterday, we went four and two with our trends uh, in the NHL. Hit with the over six Rangers Flyers. Hit, um, hit with Pittsburgh. Hit with Minnesota. Uh, hit with over five and a half Vegas, Colorado. And our only two losers were under five Islanders and Bruins. And that was a two nothing game. But uh, Tuka Rask ended up getting hurt. And uh, that ended up being the end of the uh, under five. In four three, they lose in overtime. And then uh, Tampa Bay minus 170 was a loser. So the only trend we have in action, a uh, light schedule tonight in the NHL is uh, the Devil, uh, Devils and the Capitals under six, as the Devils are on a uh, nice 6-1 and one under run. All right, our pyramid of winners. Yesterday, told you we went 3-0-1. Uh, oh, we got a push on the prop on Brian Rust at three. We'll use FanDuel's lines. I know other places it's two and a half still, but FanDuel has three, so we'll use FanDuel's lines just to, for simplicity's sake. Uh, hit with Philadelphia lane four and a half. Hit with the uh, the Penguins, uh, minus 195 in regulation against Buffalo. And then playing one uh, would be Pittsburgh in regulation. All right, today, we got uh, five things for you. We have uh, NBA, Minnesota laying three and a half against Houston. Yeah, you got to do it. You, you just have to. It's the Rockets. You're asking the Rockets basically to win. Chances are... If they don't win, they're not covering the three and a half. I, I gave you the numbers earlier. Only two teams so far this week have lost but not uh, but cover the spread. So you grab uh, any team versus Houston, even lousy Minnesota, laying less than a, a touchdown, you, you got to do it. You just have to. So that's our play of the day. Prop in the NBA, let me double-check the numbers because they weren't there last night. But let's go to the freak and see what his numbers are. Player point. I'm guessing it's going to be around 28 or so, 29 and a half. Uh, let's see. FanDuel has it at uh, 28 and a half. All right. I'm going over. Why? Well, one, it should be a high-scoring game, as we told you. And two, he only had 13 points the other night. The chances of him not responding after scoring 13 points, I would be real surprised. I, I, I really, you know. Um, now it, it doesn't hurt. No, it doesn't really help that they won the game. So it's not like he's all upset about, oh, gee, you know what? I only had 13 points and we, and we lost the game. You know, he actually won the game, but let's go to his little ticker. Shall we? And see the games in which he scored so few points. What did he do next time? Um, he had 18 against Portland and only scored 21 the next time out. So that kind of debunks that theory. Um, that's the only time he scored less than uh, 
Oh, yeah, nine against Miami in 24 minutes. I'm not sure what went on there. Didn't foul out. Uh, it, was a, it was a blowout win, 144-97. Uh, he had just nine points. He responded with 26 the next time out, but that's not because he played poorly. So he had 15 against Golden State and a big win. Uh, then only scored 27 the next time. Well, so my thinking here is is not quite there, but I, I do think you know same team and everything else. I thought the you know the games that he only scored uh, in the teens, he would really respond the next time out. That's that's actually not been the case. But you know what? I'll take my chances. He gets 29 points. Uh, so, so over uh, Greek freak is really not Greek as our NBA prop. We'll do the rest of the pyramid stuff. That's next. Opposite picks sports the radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Even when we have lost uh, games, uh, we're competing. We're believing. Uh, early in the year, that, that wasn't the case. Um, a lot of characters built since then. Uh, when Joel was out, Joel was out. We, we were struggling a lot. Um, but since he, since the break, we've been done a, done, doing a great job of trusting the system, trusting each other, believing that we can win games. And that's where it starts. Um, but there is a big confidence boost, so we got to keep it going. Uh, we still got a long, long road trip ahead. We still got a couple more games, and hopefully, go back home. Uh, you know, with a couple more W's before we can, uh, get Joel back. That's uh, Danny Green, Long Island's own Danny Green. Although he actually like didn't grow up. Uh, I always thought he was from North Babylon. They always say he's from North Babylon. But I was then reading his bio, then he actually grew up somewhere else, though. So he's really, you know, they, they want to lay claim to him. But uh, I don't know if he necessarily really is uh, from Long Island. But that said, he's from the Philadelphia 76ers right now. Uh, you know, talking about their plight. Nice win last night at the, the L.A. Lakers. Right, back to our pyramid of winners here that we always do. Then we're running down the NCAA stuff. Uh, so we gave you Philadelphia laying four and a half yesterday. Uh, winner, cha-ching, cha-ching. We're going to go on Minnesota laying three and a half against the Rockets. Didn't give you a prop play yesterday in the NBA, but we're going to give you over 28 and a half Greek freak uh, because he's coming off a 13-point performance against the Celtics. And uh, I, I think he'll do a better job this time around. NHL. Uh, gave you Pittsburgh yesterday, easy winner against Buffalo, 16 straight and 20 of 22. Oh, that, that's a beautiful thing. Tonight, uh, you know, there's not such an obvious one, but we're going to go with St. Louis in regulation against Anaheim. I do like these in regulation things. I, I really, I, I tell you, you can't beat the value. Uh, even more so than, you know, laying a run and a half in Major League Baseball, which, which drops it down. But the Blues are a minus 230 they're coming off a loss last night against Minnesota. They host a, you know, a, a mediocre Anaheim Ducks team. Uh, if you wanted to bet them straight, it would be minus 230. I'm not doing that. 60-minute line, in other words, win in regulation, minus 140. Hey, you get 90 points off the, off the board. Um, you know what? Uh, you can't beat that. I, I will take my chance. I know a lot of these games end up going uh, into overtime. I do, but I'll, I'll take my chance. I'm not thinking that St. Louis... If I think the game's going to go to overtime, I wouldn't play the game. I, I think St. Louis is the better team. So I, I, and they're desperate and coming off a loss. Uh, I know they played. Anaheim didn't, but that's okay. Uh, give me a St. Louis minus 140. Prop, uh, let's see what Ovechkin's numbers are. I'm thinking either Ovechkin or uh, Connor Garland. If Ovechkin is four, and I got a feeling he will be, 
we'll go elsewhere. Let's see. Uh, NHL against the Devils. Devils give up a lot of shots on goal, mind you. Any chance he's three and a half? Ba -ba -da -ba 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 -ba. Shots on goal. Ovechkin. Yeah. They don't list them. How about that? Backstrom, Hughes, Carlson, Oshie. I don't see Ovechkin. All right. So uh, I, I see him on power play points. Maybe they'll put him up uh, later on. We'll check one more time on that. Maybe they're just doing uh, the Devils one for some reason and they forgot him. But if not him, then uh, we'll go with uh, Garland from uh, Arizona because San Jose gives up the third most shots on goal. So Garland is the, uh, the main guy for Arizona, and his shots on goal is two and a half. So you know what? We'll just go there. We'll, we'll do two and a half. Uh, I thought maybe it would be three, <clears throat> but if Andrew wants to give us two and a half, then uh, kind of Garland two and a half shots on goal is our prop. We'll, we'll pass on Ovechkin. Uh, tough to get. You know, Ovechkin probably is going to be four, and it's tough to ask him for five. And that, that really is. Um, but uh, Garland averages almost four shots uh, a game. So, you know what? You want to give us a two at even money, no less. That, that's a pretty good play. I'll tell you what. And San Jose does. Uh, minus 114 over two and a half. Carter Garland. Wow. That's, that's a pretty good play. So, there are your, uh, your pyramid plays. <clears throat> All right. Now, let's go to the uh, NCAA, shall we? I got trends for every one of these games. Some good, some goofy, some this, some that. Here you go. We'll start with, um, I gave you all the higher seeds, right? Higher seeds, 32 and 15 straight up, 22 and 25 against the spread. Uh, favorites, 31 and 16 straight up, 22 and 25 against the spread. Uh, with one push in there. And we have an over-under of 21 overs, 25 unders with one push. Uh, fourth time in five years that at least five teams have returned from the Sweet 16 from last year. Gonzaga, Houston, Oregon, Florida State, Michigan. Uh, how many people would have guessed those five? Probably not too many. What do we have left? Number one seeds, we have three. Number two seeds, we have two. Number three seeds, one. Number four seeds, one. Five seeds, two. Six, seven, eight, one each. Elevens, two. 12-1 and 15-1. I bet that's the, you know, without knowing, those four teams there, 11, 12, and 15, that's probably the most we've had in a long, long time. I don't remember that many high seeds, double-digit seeds being uh, still there for the Sweet 16. But that's your breakdown of what you have as far as the games are concerned. <clears throat> you got Baylor laying seven against Villanova. Uh, 141 is your ticket. Uh, over under that, that will be uh, just let me just double check but i'm pretty sure that's the uh the first game right um no actually the second game oregon state loyola this is the first game all right no big deal <clears throat> we'll, we'll start with baylor and villanova that's where i put it down on my sheet uh jay right one in five oh and six against the spread with villanova as a number eight seed in this round we know he's got a couple of national championships but as a number eight seed uh, not very good. Nova, though, 28-3 straight up, 21-9-1 against the spread on a neutral court. That's very good. Now, that includes tournaments. That includes, you know, games, uh, you know, these uh, preseason tournaments when you go to Hawaii, down to Florida, and wherever else that may be. 28-3, uh, pretty impressive. And 21-9-1 against the spread, including, obviously, 2-0 this year. 
Arkansas is laying 11 against Oral Roberts. Wow, that's a big number. One, uh, 159 is your over-under. Arkansas's first Sweet 16 since Nolan Richardson. Uh, you know, the 90 minutes of hell in 24 years. Wow, it's been that long. Arkansas on a nice 11-1 straight up, 10-2 against the spread run. Um, however, on the other side of things, as we balance the scale, favorites of 11 points or more in this round, 3-11 against the spread. Wow. Uh, Oral Roberts on a 6-0 straight up and against the spread run. Oral Roberts also 18-10-1 against the spread as a double-digit underdog under head coach Paul Mills. So you got Arkansas's great run of late, 11-1, 10-2 against the spread, and then you got these uh, double-digit dog numbers. Uh, Loyola laying seven against Oregon State, 125.5 is your total. Teams beating number one seeds, as Loyola did against Illinois last game. 41 and 31 straight up, 42, 28 and 2 against the spread uh, in their next game. That's actually not bad, to tell you the truth. I, I would have thought it would have been worse. Um, and I grabbed that uh, from, from our good buddy Mark Lawrence. I would have thought it would have been, you know what, you just knocked off the number one seed. We're all giddy, blah, 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 blah. Now, a lot of this is probably in the final four or elite eight. So it's not, you know, how many number one seeds have lost in the first and second round? Not many, uh, believe it or not. So you're, these are not traditional upset number one seed second round. I like to know the numbers of teams that beat them in the second round, what they were the next game. Uh, Houston laying six and a half uh, versus Syracuse. Got some good numbers here. Over under 140. Syracuse on the positive side, nine and two straight up, ten and one against the spread as double-digit seeds as they are this year. They got the second most wins by a double-digit seed behind only Gonzaga. If you think they're going to win, you play them. If you think they're going to lose, don't play them because they are one and fourteen against the spread. Their last 15 NCAA tournament losses. They either win or they lose. They don't cover the spread. 1 and 14. Pretty good stat there. Uh, Sweet 16 single digit dogs, Syracuse, of upset wins, Syracuse, 20, 30, and 1 against number one or number two seeds, as Houston is a number two seed. So if your team like Syracuse was an upset winner in the Sweet 16 and is a single-digit underdog, as they are, they don't respond historically. 20-30-1 against the better teams. Uh, Michigan laying three against Florida State, 144. Big 10, three and eight this round, last four tournaments. So we know how the how the, they struggled already this round, you know, Last four tournaments, or this year, the last four tournaments, they've not done well in the Sweet 16. Um, Michigan, 14-5 uh, NCAA tournament games. Their last 19, they're out of 6-2 under run, although the first game went over. Um, Florida State, 7-2, last nine tournament games. They're out of 7-4 over run. Uh, here you go. Here's a good one for Florida State. 17-0 this year, straight up. 12-3-2 against the spread when not giving up 75 points. So 
If you think Michigan is not going to score 75, don't play them. They're not winning. Florida State undefeated when giving up 75 points or less. How about that? And uh, Florida State also 8-4 and four against the spread uh, as an underdog in the NCAAs since 1990. Interesting. Gonzaga laying 13 against Creighton. <clears throat> Gave you the same numbers about those favorites. 11-point favorites, 3-11 against the spread this round. Not good. Uh, but Gonzaga's won 25 straight by double digits. That's amazing. That really is. Uh, number five seeds Creighton, 7-1-1 one one against the spread as underdogs of nine points or more in this round. Interesting. Got a couple more games to get to. Opposite picks, though, first. That's next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yeah, LLs know what that music means. Time to take out your pad and pencils and get set for the fastest and, more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, Opposite Picks. What are Opposite Picks, you newbies ask? Well, we give you five, six, sometimes seven games a night, five, six, sometimes 7,000 reasons why we like one team, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, Nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas and FanDuel. Proved it again last night as we've been doing over the last three months. Three and three yesterday. That's okay. Uh, not, nothing worse than, you know, the breaking even if you're, you're playing with the boys in Vegas. Uh, we lost with the Lakers plus four and a half. We won with the Knicks line minus two and a half. Uh, won with the Rangers pick them. Lost with the Blues. Even money. One with Colorado, and then we uh, lost with Buffalo. Not even opposite picks can produce a winner for the Buffalo Sabres. Good gravy, they are awful. So three and three uh, on the season, bringing our total to 158 up, uh, excuse me, 161 up, and uh, 146 down. Still 15 games over 500. Here we go. First of our uh, five pack, we got the Phoenix Suns leading three and a half at Toronto. Uh, good thing here is the Suns are coming off a loss. That doesn't happen too often. They only have 14 all season. In fact, the Suns had the second best against the spread record in the NBA. 29 and 14 straight up and against the spread. Raptors, new guys probably won't be available. Suns coming off a loss to Orlando. You know they're going to want to get back on their winning ways. Uh, they're not going to lose two in a row. This Raptors team doesn't know if it's coming or going. They've lost 10 of their last 12. Uh, they did win last time out against Denver, but you know what? They still lost nine straight. You give me Phoenix, one of the best teams in the NBA, laying only three and a half. I <clears throat> love the Suns here laying three and a half. Give me Toronto plus the three and a half. Pick number two, Milwaukee laying five versus Boston. Second game in two games for these two teams. Uh, Bucks won the other day, 121-119, as Boston rallied from 25 down. But they were really, they were done. They were shot. Key here is the Bucks won, despite only getting 13 points out of the Greek freak. Now, if they were still able to beat Boston by getting just 13 points, what's going to happen when he has a normal game? And he's not going to score 13 again. You know he, he may not get his 30 like we're hoping for with our props, but you know he's going to get 20-plus. I mean, if Boston couldn't beat Milwaukee when the Greek Freak only had 13, again, what's going to happen when he scores 25 to 30? Bucks have won 13 of 14. Celtics have lost 5 of 6. I mean, everything points to Milwaukee. 
Give me Boston plus the five. Pick number three, Pelicans are getting two versus Denver. You know, the Pelicans are pretty easy to figure out. They beat the good teams and lose to the bad teams. Makes no sense, I know, but that's the case. And the last time I checked, Denver was a pretty good team. You know, they traded away some pieces. They got some pieces in Aaron Gordon. Uh, I doubt very much if he'll be a part of the team later on tonight. So the team is kind of in a little bit of turmoil there, not knowing if you're coming or going. Uh, Lonzo Ball is going to be thrilled, though, by the way, because he was not traded. And there was some talk about him maybe being moved, even though he said he didn't want to. So I'm thinking, again, good team in town. We're going to get the Pelicans A effort. Love New Orleans getting two here. Give me Denver minus the two. Pick number four, Cleveland plus five versus the Lakers. Oh, this is going to be extra painful for LeBron to have to watch his Lakers lose to the god-awful Cleveland Cadavers, his former club. But you know what? Until they show that they can be any good without LeBron and AD, you have to keep on going against L.A. No matter what the lines, no matter who they're playing, where they're playing, or why they're playing. They are 0-3 since LeBron got hurt, and really 0-4 if you want to count that game against Atlanta since he left in the second quarter. They stink. And listen, no AD, no LeBron. They, they couldn't beat the peak high right now. The fact that they're only a five-point home favorite against Cleveland is telling you something. They're begging you. They're begging you to take L.A. here. Don't do it. For the L.A. Lakers minus the five. Pick number five. Ah, yes, the best for last. Minnesota laying three and a half versus the Houston Rockets. The Rockets won at 21 straight up their last 22 games, three and 19 against the spread. Need I really say anything more? Now I'm laying points with Minnesota is crazy. I know that, but three and a half. You're telling me the Rockets are basically going to have to win this basketball game. That's even crazier than laying points with Minnesota. Do not do it, folks. I don't care how difficult it is to call up your man and type on the computer at FanDuel. Give me punch in Minnesota. Your computer might break and then blow up for laying points. But don't even think about punching in the Houston Rockets. Minnesota laying three and a half absolutely is the play. Give me the Rockets plus the three and a half. All right, our five-pack. Light schedule, both NBA and NHL tonight. Uh, Toronto plus three and a half against Phoenix. Celtics plus five against Milwaukee. Uh, Denver laying two against New Orleans. Lakers laying five against Cleveland. And uh, it pains me to say it, but give me the Rockets plus three and a half against Minnesota. Opposite picks for this Friday, March 26th. Yeah, I tell you, you know what you should do? <clears throat> I don't know if FanDuel has this or not, but some sites allow you to have parlays that you can extend over days. Huh? Yeah, so say you want to put in a, uh, eh, let's just say a five-team parlay. 99 times out of 100, right? You put in your five teams uh, for that night, and then you kind of root them on. But some sites, and again, I don't know if FanDuel does. I think they do. I'm not positive. Um allow you to punch in five-team parlay, but then only put in one or two plays a night, or in some cases, none. It just it make, it's, it's called an open parlay. And 
that allows you, if there's no game, if you don't like five teams and you only like, uh, you know, the Rockets tonight, then you put in one. And then if you win, the, it's an open parlay. If you lose, obviously you lose. Uh, then you go to the next night. Then you go to tomorrow. Um, you know, what I'm thinking is, I tell you, if you put in like a five-team parlay, which pays 20 to one, and you played nothing but anti-Houston Rockets, Buffalo Sabres, I tell you, that's not a bad play. You know, um, 20 to 1, and you have Houston playing tonight against Minnesota. Now, they got them playing again. Are they going to lose back to back games against Minnesota, Scott? Yeah, they, they, they might. Uh, they just might. Um, so, you'd be able to play those two. You got Buffalo against Boston Saturday. They don't play again until Monday. So, you'd have to, you know, you got to have some patience on this stuff, but that's okay. You know what? No big deal. No one says you can't, uh, you know, play other games. I, I would just keep doing that. I would be betting against. Now you got to lay odds with uh, against Buffalo, obviously. But you know what? If they allow, if your site allows you to do that, that's not a you know five or sixteen parlay, and just keep betting against the Rockets and Sabers. Now you got to pick the number, you know, before you do your first bet. You can't like, oh, I won four in a row. Let me make this a sixteen parlay. That that they don't allow you to do. But if you put in, you know, beforehand, okay, this is going to be a 16 parlay. And then you just go one by one uh, over the days. You can maybe add two in there if you want. But uh, you know what? The way the Sabres are losing, 16 in a row, 20 of 22. And I don't see any light at the end of the tunnel with with this Buffalo Sabres team. Let me go to their – let me see. I know they got Boston, and then they got two against uh, uh, Philadelphia. On Monday and Wednesday, let me see where else uh, they got. Um, I mean, it's kind of hard to pick out a winner, right? When you lost 20 in a row, you could lose to the Topeka high. But let's see if there's a kind of a winnable game. Um, at home, if that matters, any. Philadelphia twice after Boston. Then they got the Rangers twice. Then they got the Devils. They, they've taken the Devils to overtime twice. That you know, you know They might be able to find a win uh, home and home, a traditional home and home against the Devils. Then they got Washington, no. Philadelphia Road, no. Boston, no. Washington, no. Pittsburgh twice, no. Boston twice, no. They might not win a game in, in April. I'm not telling you, the Rangers, then Boston again, you know, because of the playing in the division. Division, uh, you know, the East is the toughest division in hockey by far. They, you know, if, if they can't get a win out of those Devil games, and maybe against the Rangers, maybe, but. They're not winning a whole heck of a lot. They're, they're not beating Pittsburgh, Washington, and the Bruins. Uh, no way, especially since all those teams are fighting for playoff spots. So see if you can do a 16 parlay. Be patient and put in. We'll start tonight uh, with the Rockets. You know what? This will be our new little thing. We always like to come up with new things here. Let me put this by my pyramid. Uh, here we go. Our 16 parlay. We're going to start with uh, Minnesota, minus three and a half today. Tomorrow, even though we won't be with you, we're going to go Boston Bruins. Uh, They'll be minus, uh, I'm guessing they'll be minus three to one. Everyone's going to be minus three to one. It's going to lower our payoff, but that's okay. Maybe it won't be uh, 18 to one. It'll be, or 20 to one. It'll be 18 to one or 17 to one. Uh, And then we'll, we'll figure out Sunday morning. We'll do our Sunday morning play. Um, probably right back on Minnesota if they cover tonight. Yeah, let's do that. It's a little, little sixteen parlay, but it's not a lot of not, not a bad little gig to do. 
uh, being able to do that over uh, several days, not just uh, one time. <clears throat> In fact, I like that a lot. Like, you should do like two or three of those, maybe. All right, back to the uh, the college basketball picture. <clears throat> we last left you uh, with Gonzaga laying 13 and a half against Creighton. Yeah, the Zags have won. I mean, this really is a remarkable run. Uh, I know the, the West Coast Conference sticks. I, I, I get that. But they've won 25 straight games by double digits. 25, including both here in the NCAA tournament. So... You know, laying 13 and a half normally is not wise. As I told you, those favorites of 11 points or more, just 3 and 11 against the spread this round. But, boy, this team is on just fire. Um, I don't know what, what kind of effort it's going to take for a team. To, but Creighton doesn't have it. I'll tell you that. No way, no how. I, I don't think. Anyway, uh, you want some negative numbers? Okay. Uh, to be fair, Mark Few, <clears throat> 0-7, straight up 1-6 against the spread as the number one seed in this round. As a number one seed, he has not advanced past this round. Interesting. 0-7. Uh, USC lane 2.5 versus Oregon. Here's a good one for you. USC head coach Andy Enfield, 8-1 straight up, 9-0 against the spread in the NCAA tournament. This guy's covered every NCAA tournament game he's been part of. <laughs> How cool is that? Uh, USC won the regular season game by 14 in their only head-to-head matchup. Uh, Oregon 11-3, their last 14 tournament runs, uh, and they're on a nice little 8-0 overrun. So expect some points in this game. And then last one, Alabama laying 6.5 against UCLA, over-under 145.5. Not a lot on this one, except uh, Alabama uh, 16-4 straight up, 14-6 and six against the spread in postseason play. So they've gotten the job done, obviously. And then UCLA, you know, having this terrific run, three straight wins, so having that play-in game under their belt. So that'll do it. That'll get you set for the NCAA tournament, hopefully this weekend. All right, we'll take a break, come back, and we'll close up shop opposite picks on Sirius XM, uh, Channel 204, Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Let's update the uh, <clears throat> poll question one more time before we are through, though that'll be up there all day long. NBA trade deadline winner, little popcorn radio. Uh, who cares? I hate the NBA winning it at 37.5%. Uh, Miami Heat at 31%, uh, getting Victor Oladipo. Uh, Denver Nuggets getting almost 22% after picking up Aaron Gordon. And then the, uh, the Boston Celtics getting uh, just over 9%. Uh, getting uh, Fournier from the Orlando Magic. A couple of uh, little emails that were sent in, or texts, rather, <clears throat> tweets. Bobby uh, Horral tweets in, I wouldn't say I hate the NBA, but who cares? Half these players will be traded, uh, that were traded, will be available this offseason. Seems like your average player plays for five-plus teams in his career. Yeah, uh, that that is it, uh, Bobby. You're right about that. 
Uh, Dan uh, tweets in, uh, Fritzo66, Scott Wetzel, putting in the work while fighting COVID. Detroit, appreciate you, bro. Appreciate that, Dan. Uh, Clearwater Kid, one of our LLs uh, from the podcast crew, tweets in the Bulls. Uh, they got the uh, the only all-star. So, um, yeah, Bulls did well. Uh, interesting to figure out what the Orlando is doing, breaking that whole thing down. So, again, go to your opposite pick speed. Uh, get your vote in, and uh, we will update that uh, tomorrow. Well, Sunday morning, anyway, when uh, we return for your Sunday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern Time show. College basketball starts tomorrow. Uh, first game is 2 o'clock Eastern Time. Uh, then on Sunday, it's 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Then we got the Elite Eight games on Monday and Tuesday. Kind of interesting that they've done, you know, they've always done that. They give you a week off in between, uh, you know, the Sweet 16 games in the second round, but then you only get one day off in between that and the Elite Eight. Kind of weird, but that's how college basketball uh, does it. So good job by everyone involved. And, oh, listen, it wasn't a great, great week of programming. I have to admit that yours truly are fighting the COVID here, and it's been tough, but I do appreciate it. We'll try to do a better job next week. Hopefully uh, this will be gone. Cross your fingers. Be safe, and we'll talk to you on Sunday. Optifix Sports Radio.